Welcome to Spiritual Warfare and How the Devil is Collecting Souls. He will infiltrate every area of your life if you let him. Hello, my name is Teresa. And hi, my name's Kay. And we will share how we found success in our everyday spiritual battles. Okay, today we're going to talk about lie number four. Lie number four. God is not good and he doesn't care about you. Well, okay, God is good. That is his nature. You can trust him and not be afraid because he pro- He promises to take care of his children. Isn't that correct? That is correct. So I'm going to read from Psalms 27, 1 through 3. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked advance against me to devour me, it, it is my enemies and my foes who stumble and fall. Though an army besiege me, my heart will not fear. Though war may break out against me, even then I will be confident. Sometimes when we go through, if somebody dies, if we lose somebody, if we go through a divorce, a breakup, the loss of a job, that's when Satan really attacks your mind. See, I told you God isn't any good. Why are you following him? He doesn't care about you. He will whisper in your ears. He knows that you're at a vulnerable point in your life when those kind of things happen. God doesn't expect us to to not mourn or be sad. Or be sad, that's true. Go through the grieving when those kind of things happen, whether it is a death or a divorce or a loss of a job or a loss of a pet. You know, I've been there myself, especially with the loss of a pet. My goodness. You know, sometimes you just can't wrap your mind around, you know, everyday things because you're so heartbroken about your loss. You know, that could be of a job that you held for ever how many years. Um, you know, Kay, let me um, talk about that. I worked for a Fortune 500 company, and it was 2008. I'd only been there like five or six months. I was in customer service. All of a sudden, here comes security, and they went literally to every department, took every manager, and told them to get their belongings. Today was their last day. They cut so many jobs And I'm telling you what, it was shocking just to sit there and watch them walk out, all of these people. I can't even imagine what was going through their mind, especially if you're a Christian. Like, God, are you serious right now? How am I going to pay my house payment? What the heck? What happened? We're supposed to praise him no matter what. I've been on both things to where I've just thrown a fit and wouldn't talk to him for a month or two. (laughs) And then I've also cried and said, okay, I'm going to praise you during this. I do not understand it. I'm very angry at you right now. And I can't believe this is happening to me. I'm going to praise you. And he sometimes does this to get us off of that path 
to the correct path. And even you're making $150,000 a year and you lose that job. And it's kind of sad because people think, I have to take my life because I can't even fathom this loss. So, which is really bad. And that's what Satan will tell you too. He is not good. You're not, you're not going to come out of this. Because if Satan can take your life and have you in hell with him, that's, that's what he's here for, is to take your life. But if you look at it in a different way, sometimes God has to do things that big to get you on the path that he needs you to go down. And he's going to supply your needs. You might not be making $150,000, and you might. Who knows? He might give you a job $200,000 a year. I don't know. But I'm always where he blesses my socks off in those situations. If I'm not a butthead and go away and not talk to him for two months, if I open up my mind, heart, and soul and say, okay, God, trust me. Yes, that's what he's saying. Trust me. And I will be crying and saying, I don't get this. I really don't get why you did this, but I'm going to trust you and just go with it. And all of my experiences, when it looks the darkest and you're in this tunnel and you can't get out, dang, are you going to get blessed (laughs) if you hang in there and do it right? Seriously. Right, right. And... God doesn't expect us to do things perfectly. He knows that we cannot. When bad things happen, I think God knows we're going to waver back and forth a little bit. We're going to be on that little teeter-totter. But his hope for us is that we do trust him and know that he's going to bring us to the other side. There's something on the other side, something behind the door something in the heavens that we can't see that he has coming in our coming to us to bless us if we are open-handed to trust him and not try to take it into our own control. And if we don't trust him and we have that attitude, I'm not going to get that blessing, Kay. He can't bless you that way. No. No, because he's looking for our obedience also. Everything is about obedience. It is. And... One of his names is El Shaddai, which means I shall provide. And he has that name for a reason. Because he is our provider. He does meet our needs. And our obedience. And our trusting him. And our praying. And our surrender. And our worship time. When you said surrender, Kay... That's the key word. If we don't surrender when we have a huge loss to him, we are going to miss the biggest blessing ever if we do that. But Satan is going to say he's not good. He doesn't care about you. And he's just going to lie. Like I said, he wants to take you to hell. He will tell you all these bad things to get you hopefully, to be so sad or depressed or whatever. No self-esteem? Yeah, to take your life. Because Satan wants everyone's souls. 
And he is going to do whatever it takes. Our prayer for you is that you dig into God's word when you feel like he is not good and that he doesn't care about you. You will find throughout scripture that that is not the truth. The truth is in the word of God. And I'm going to encourage you, if those thoughts come upon you or these things happen in your life, that you find encouragement by opening your Bible. Or praise music. Believe it or not, if you put on praise music and just blast it and get out of that negative. Amen. Dance, sing. Our church has a first Wednesday worship night, and it's powerful, where we have communion sometimes, we sing, we hold hands, we raise arms, and... And see, that's the thing too, Kay, is um, reach out to somebody, your friends, talk to somebody about it. That's another thing. He wants to isolate you so you'll just sit there and all of these thoughts and everything coming into your mind to where it's going to drive you crazy. There really are people who love you and you need to reach out, talk, go have coffee, do something and let somebody pray for you and help you. I agree to that. Yes, because Satan does want to keep us isolated. If we can keep us by ourselves, if we lock ourselves in our homes and we don't associate with anybody and we don't go anywhere, we don't share it, we don't have anybody to come beside us and lift us up in prayer and lift us up in our spirit and hold our hand, give us a hug, maybe say nothing. But just be in the presence of that person. Exactly. That's big too. So that Satan isn't in your presence. He loves isolation. That is true. Okay, my friend. What are we going to talk about next week, Kay? What is lie number five? Lie number five is looking at all the bad things happening in your life. God must be angry with you. Ah, that sounds interesting. Okay, my friend, we will see everybody next week. We appreciate you listening and sharing with us today. My name is Teresa. My name's Kay. God bless you. God bless you.